Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Keeping your office running like a well-oiled power play. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. for joining you. It is a live edition on the uh, holiday long weekend where hopefully some of you might be out on the beach as we speak. I don't know, Sylvan perhaps or maybe in the Okanagan. This is Oilers Now and a jam-packed show coming up for you this Monday. Uh, We are on for about two and a half hours yesterday. What with uh, the opening day of NHL free agency, it's been quiet so far today. This edition of Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. 630 Ched uses Digitex for their copiers or printers. Their service is excellent. They now sell supplies for all brands of printers at uh, big savings. Digitexsupplies.ca. Brendan Ulrich is with me. Brendan, how are you? How was your weekend? Not bad, Bob. Had uh, some family in town. My uh, sister was here and my nephew Ryder from BC. So uh, it was yeah, exciting. Well, wait a sec. Your nephew Ryder from BC, but your sister is obviously married to a guy from Saskatchewan, right? No, he's not from Saskatchewan, actually. But he's a Ryder's fan. He's from Ontario. He's from no, Ontario. No. It's just a cool name. It's just a cool name. Well, there you have it. Uh, coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now, uh, a recap of the events yesterday. We'll get to Edmonton Oilers uh, General Manager Peter Shirelli, some of his comments. We will uh, hear from two of the three newest members of the Oilers organization, and that will be uh, Tobias uh, Reeder, along with 
Kevin Gravel. We'll uh, get you Kyle Brodziak on tomorrow's edition of Watershell. By the way, we 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 have a an extra guest today as well, Brennan. So uh, the musical selection brought to you by Tori Stauffer. That's her favorite song, Echo Beach. She's an old school Martha and the Muffins fan. What can I tell you? <laughs> She's got an old soul. That surprised me a little bit. I thought she was uh, more of a modern pop so like what? fan, but uh, I guess not. Well, you know, like Beyonce or someone like that. I, I took her. Which concert did I take you to with your friend Ryan? I forget, Tori. What was? Katy Perry, yeah, yeah. I was Katie one of the cool yeah. dads at Katy Perry. There you have it. I went to Katy Perry as well. That Did was you, at Rexall back in the day. That would make you a geek and me a cool dad. So there you have it. <laughs> uh, so much to get to. John Shannon will join us today at 1235 from NHL Hockey and Rogers. We'll talk about the biggest news of the day yesterday, which was the John Tavares signing by the Toronto Maple Leafs organization. Are the Maple Leafs building a super team? Could we see super team signings taking place over the course of the next couple of years where players dictate a bit along the lines of the NBA as to who the powerhouses are going to be. We'll also talk about that trade that the St. Louis Blues made to land Ryan O'Reilly. Reed Wilkins will pop in at 105 today from Inside Sports. And uh, the other end of the equation, with the New York Islanders uh, losing John Tavares, Arthur Staple, who is the Islanders writer for The Athletic, on today's edition of Oilers Now. Here's how you can get hold of us. You can reach us on our Oilers Now hotline. 780-496-0063. 780-496-0063. It's brought to you by the River Cree Resort Casino. A Buck Cherry, July 14th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can email us at oilersnow at 630ched.com. Text us at 630-634. Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. Brendan's available on Twitter. At Brendan Ulrich, I'm at Bob underscore Stoffer, And the show account, now up over 36,000, is at Oilers now. Mark Spector will do two hits this week. He will join us tomorrow via the phone. Stoffer Inspector every Thursday now in studio for Horse Racing Alberta. And a reminder, live racing Saturdays at Northlands Park. Well, Brendan, before we get to the comments of Peter Shirelli and uh, Tobias Reeder, are we going, and we're going with Reeder, not Ryder, right, for the record. And uh, Kevin Gravel, Edmonton also signing Kyle Brodziak. From my perspective, and Brendan, we'll get your thoughts here momentarily, uh, it's funny what limited amount of cap space resulted in for Edmonton, because I think the general consensus, reading the various different guys out there, the daily pundits of everything that is Oilers, like the David Staples and the Jonathan Willis's of the world, is that I think they kind of liked the work that Edmonton did, that it was a less is more time. The fact that the necessity to go get that right shot D-man has perhaps lessened a little with having Evan Bouchard fall on their lap of the draft. I would argue Edmonton's had a good 10 days, and I'm going to contrast that. There have been times that we've hosted this show over the last several years, and I'll go back to Andrew Ference. While you might like Andrew Ference as a guy, and he certainly has some strong political feelings about society and life, At 34 years of age, the numbers would suggest that it was going to be very difficult for him to live up to that contract, that four-year deal he got at Edmonton. And in fact, in the final two years of the deal, he he hardly played at all, and he was challenged to play the minutes the Oilers asked him uh, when he was first brought aboard. So that was one right away where the naysayers were naysaying. Fast forward a year later, and Edmonton uh, brought in Mark Fain and Benoit Pouliot. Okay, Mark Bain was unable to play at the NHL level for the final two years of his deal, um, but signed on a four-year contract. Pouliot was signed on a five-year deal. I would assert to you the first two years, he actually did perform to the level of the contract, but was bought out after year number three 
played this year in Buffalo and is still looking for a contract right now. So those sort of mid-range signings are the ones where I think teams can get hot, uh, caught. And, and I'll tell you what, I believe that smart agents target markets in Canada where there's an expectation that they have to spend money. Okay? Um, now, there's some teams that just say no. Winnipeg has been an organization that's just said, no, we have an internalized cap, that's how it works. But because, and just to clarify here, I see Sekrup and Lucic as better players at the stage that the Oilers got Ference, Fane, and Pouliot. Okay? Now, Lucic did not perform on that level last year, and he has to get his game back. But they're different. They're 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 not average players. They're above average players, in my opinion. And you can quibble with me if you want. You can text us at six thirty six thirty. I'd like to get your thoughts. Like, was less more based on what we saw yesterday? Because the Tobias Reader contract for me shocked me. I was stunned that Edmonton got him on a one year deal at two million bucks. Yeah, to me, Bob, priority number one this off season was not to make a trade for the sake of making a trade or, or losing a trade to that to, to, for that matter as well. And the Oilers didn't do that. So how do you improve the roster? You you draft and develop. They had a good draft. And then in free agency, as you just talked about, three pretty good signings. So I think the roster is better than it was. And you hope that uh, some things go the Oilers' way this year now that didn't go their way last year. And the new coaching staff should help as well. So I think uh, some of the things will work out nicely for the Oilers, such as Poli Arby may, maybe taking a step forward this season, uh, Clefbaum staying healthy, those sort of things. If a few of those things go the Oilers' way, they should be on track to make the playoffs. Well, it's simple for Poli Arby. If he doesn't gain some traction at some point, he may be finding himself having a new address because I think the orders are going to have to make a decision with him because I think that Yamamoto, uh, and you saw Yamamoto the other night in the development camp. I mean, he dominated, and he has the confidence of the other players, and that was evident last year when he was up in the NHL as well. Here we go. Peter Shirelli yesterday provided an availability just after 3 o'clock on uh, uh, the day that was for free agency, uh, July 1st, Canada Day. And Shirelli had these comments on adding three players day one. I, I thought it was a pretty productive day. We, we put a lot of time in, uh, as all teams do, in, in advance to prepare and to kind of see where maybe, you know, having the, the, the lesser cap space, you've got to be a little more direct in your strategy uh, so you have to be uh, you have to be prepare in a different way which I thought we did um, I thought we added speed uh, we added to the PK with him and with Brodziak we added size with Brodziak and leadership um, and uh, face-offs um, you know fortunate that just walking down here I guess there's obviously an Edmonton legacy with both of those two players um, but that didn't re- really mean anything to me other than the fact that they fit some needs that we had and they were they were coming in at a good uh, good time for us as far as cap goes and, and for them as far as opportunity goes. All right, that's Oilers General Manager Peter Shirelli specifically talking about uh, Tobias Reeder along with Kyle Brodziak. Uh, and again, Brodziak's contract, a 1.15 cap hit. I mean, 30, 52% last year in the face-off circle. 
Uh, had a pretty good offensive campaign with St. Louis. The thing that I liked about Brodzik is he was good five-on-five. And you look at a guy like Letestu, and Mark Letestu put up some really good numbers on the power play a couple years ago, but I think struggled five-on-five. And I do think that Brodzik's capable of being an effective five-on-five player. Reader has an opportunity to to capitalize here. I mean, this is a show-me deal for him. Here's Peter Shirelli talking about getting Tobias Reader on a one-year deal at $2 million. Well, he's uh, he's coming off uh, maybe a, what could be perceived as a, a average or below average year. Uh, he wasn't qualified. He's an motivated young individual. Um, he's you know there's there, the one year deal. It's a it's a good fit in general. Um, but you know if he hits it out of the park, uh, we'll be paying for it for next year. But it, it gives him a platform, and uh, he's a fast, quick player. He closes on pucks. Uh, he, he kills. He didn't kill much with LA, but he, he, he's historically he's a good penalty killer. Um, we're looking for some speed up and down the lineup, and and uh, we were just in contact with him over the course of the shopping period, and you know we just it made sense. Um, we were in on a couple other uh, players, and you have you have to juggle a few balls at the same time, and and we just we acted on that one. So happy to get him. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah, one of the guys that they were definitely in on was Michael Grabner. Now, Michael Grabner is from Spokane, or played for the Spokane Chiefs. His wife is from Spokane. Derek Ryan is from Spokane and married to a Spokane girl as well. I reached out to uh, Derek on Saturday night, and I know for a fact at that point that uh, the owners had, in fact, inquired on Grabner. Uh, but Derek was of the belief that he would target an American market, and he ultimately ended up with the Arizona Coyotes. Again, I thought Reader was going to get like three times three million, didn't you? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the one. I got to look at that yeah. one. Like, I was surprised for sure. Yeah. Uh, Peter Sorelli was asked a bit about the Oilers' situation on the right wing. I mean, you have t- uh, Ty Ratty, who finished the year playing with Connor McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins and, and performed pretty well. Signed himself a one-year deal, eight hundred thousand bucks on a one-way. Uh, Pontus Aberg could be an act, uh, an option, though he might be a little bit further down than he originally envisioned. Uh, Reader could potentially play there. Kyler Yamamoto, Yesopoliarvi, those guys could all be in the mix in the top nine. Cassian kind of uh, penciled in as a fourth-line right wing. Here is Peter Shirelli on whether or not the Oilers are looking to improve at right wing. There's not a star player there, if that's what you're alluding to, or like an established, an established player. Um, and um, but I'm comfortable going in with the mix of forwards that we have. Um, you know, now that we've kind of shored up our depth, shored up our speed a little bit. Um, you know, it, it would be ideal in an ideal world. It'd be good to have a line that has uh, three bona fide. Um, Stars, or for lack of a better word, um, sometimes it doesn't work that way. There are teams who have had success with with a two plus one formula over the years. Uh, we did it for a few years in Ottawa. Um, there's other teams you could. I mean, you know, you guys know the teams. So, um, 
So sometimes you got to make do with what you have, but there's a level of skill there that we've added to today that we feel can complement lines. There's a level of fit, and we may not. It may take us a little bit of time to find the level of fit. You saw how we finished off. That doesn't necessarily mean that those are the lines, um, but we're happy with the upgrade in skill level in general. Um, and happy with the upgrade, as I said, on the speed and the PK uh, in general. So, Yeah, absolutely. Brodziak, uh, obviously, uh, a penalty-killing centerman, 52% in the face-off circle. And then Reader, a guy who uh, has historically, in fact, lit up the Oilers once had two short-handed goals and one PK. Um, I asked a question towards the end. I mean, I'm doing the math here, and if you pencil Yamamoto to start the year down in the minors, Edmonton's basically at 13 forwards. So I asked Peter Shirelli whether or not he's looking to add another forward at some stage, a 14th forward. Now, part of the issue here, guys, is that the order is going to start the year in Germany and uh, and then on to Sweden. They're probably going to need an extra, and I don't know if there's a provision for them to have an extra player or two, but they're got, they, you got to figure they're going to have at least 14 forwards to start the year. So here's Peter Shirelli on whether or not Edmonton's looking to still add another uh, potential UFA. Possible we could add another forward. Sure. We've, we've, uh, we were close on a couple of, uh, things today, including a trade. Um, so there's possible that could happen. Um, and it could, we could possibly add a center at the, uh, kind of in the depth position that would be pegged for up and down between here and, uh, we've talked to a couple of teams. So a couple of players, of, uh, in that regard. So that, that we could still add to those minor pieces. So we continue to pick away at that. Find that interesting at all, Brendan? What he said there? Well, the trade thing, yeah. Yeah, what I do you think w- he was talking about. Uh, I, well, I think I would assume it's a bottom six forward, and probably a fairly inexpensive one from another club, um, because I think you can go get guys like that out there. So I'll give you a guy like some. You know, I know I mentioned Jason Shamara a week ago. I'd say because you've added a 33 year old Kyle Brodziak, that might be a long shot. I wonder about a guy like Lance Boma. Who play? I mean, if you're Milan Lucic is coming back, we know that, and he's a big part of the team. And Lance Boma is a guy that got the best out of uh, Milan Lucic when those two played together in Vancouver. So it, Lance Boma makes sense because the Oilers have got to get Lucic turned. By the way, Brendan, we're already getting some criticism here, and you can text us at six thirty six thirty on our Westlock Ford text line. I don't think everybody is going to agree with Dwayne. Bob, I'm really tired of all you morons giving Milan Lucic such a hard time. The guy is the big brother to the hockey team, and that itself is worth 2 to $3 million a year. He's protecting all the superstars. If he scores 25 goals, great. That's worth another 2 to $3 million in experience, and his leadership in the dressing room is worth another 2 to $3 million. I think you're getting him for a bargain. Thanks for Dwayne. Dwayne? Uh, sorry, Milan Lucic can't have just one goal in the final 48 games and go minus 18. And it's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately business. And when you have that lack of production and those sort of challenges, you're not being a leader in the dressing room. It's just the way it is. You can't because it's about the production on the ice. Now, I think it's too early to give up on Lucic. I certainly think he can bounce back. But to suggest that, you know, now the last two years, McDavid didn't miss a game. Did Lucic play a little bit of a factor? Did the Oilers' size and perceived toughness play a factor? Perhaps. And I'll take it one step further. I think he could be more valuable come playoff time. 
but I don't necessarily think that Lucic knocked it out of the park in the playoff series against Anaheim when they did try to bully the Oilers at times during the course of that series. So this is a big year for Milan Lucic. Uh, Ryan Rashog from TSN asked uh, whether or not the arrival of Evan Bouchard has maybe changed the perception on adding a right shot D for the Edmonton Oilers. That was the area of improvement, and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, uh, we feel we have a player in, in Bouchard who who will fill that need. Uh, it may not be right away, but he's he's a he's a very heady player. He's got good. You heard me talk about him at the draft. You saw him. He's he's uh, he's a very skilled player with uh, a level of compete and a level of size and skating that. That it, like it's it's a tremendous fit for us now to rely on him to fill that need right away. I have to rely. We have to rely on the other D picking up the slack and see where Evan fits in. He has to make the team. All that stuff. We have to sign him. He has to make the team. But he's he's that's the type of player that that we talk about looking for and hard to find in a trade. You have to draft. So we drafted him. What I can tell you, Ryan, is that as of right now, I'm not searching for uh, a high end offensive defenseman. All right, so that's Peter Shirelli's comments from yesterday's uh, media availability. Very quickly, Tobias Reeder had this to say on uh, what he brings the Edmonton Oilers as a player. You know, uh, just, uh, I'm just trying uh, to be hard in the puck, you know. Uh, just uh, just uh, be hard to play against, be hard on the forecheck, and, uh, you know, create a lot of turnovers and, uh, and uh, you know, get going in the other direction. Well, and on that note, uh, I don't think the Kings were very happy with him in the playoffs. But there's an opportunity for... Well, he's not the only guy they they weren't happy with. How many goals did they score yeah. in the four games? They had lots of guys who didn't get it done. So, uh, hey, there's an opportunity here for Reader. He's got a chance to make some hay here. Oiter is also signing uh, Kyle Brodziak as well as Kevin Gravel, who's had a cup of coffee with L.A. over the last couple of seasons, uh, battled Crohn's disease last year. When we come back on Oiter's Now, we'll have NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. This is Oiter's Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oscar Clefbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. All right, it's 1227 in Edmonton. Let's get to NHL today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. Trade late uh, last night. I know I was over at uh, Yanni's Tavert on the south side, which is uh, where I go every July 1st for dinner. Saw Jimmy Annist and the gang down there, Tammy and the folks. Uh, and this happened. The St. Louis Blues acquired forward Ryan O'Reilly from the Buffalo Sabres for Vladimir Sabotka, along with Patrick Berglund, Berglund Tage Thompson, a first-round pick lottery protected in 2019 and a second-round pick in 2021. St. Louis gets the best player. Frankly, I've always thought Sabotka's been a little bit overrated. Um, Thompson's a decent prospect. We'll see. I, I, I think it's a pretty fair trade. 
Calgary Flames late last night, early this morning, signed forward James the Real Deal McNeil to a five-year contract worth $28.75 million. He's 31 years of age, $5.75 million cap hit. Always liked him. Good player. New York Islanders signed forward Valtteri Philpola, one-year contract worth 2.75. The term works for me there. Uh, not a big player, uh, not a big fan of Philpola at this stage, but one-year term, tough to go wrong. National Preds signed forward Zach Ronaldo, one-year two-way deal. The Flames, by the way, have just signed Buddy Robinson to a uh, two-year uh, or a two-way deal. Top remaining free agents. Kelvin DeHaan, Joe Thornton. Where's Patrick Maroon going to go now? Robin Lehner could end up in Calgary for Robin Lehner. Lucas Sabisa, Danny Hamhuis, Anthony Duclair. Hmm. Tobias Henstrom, Brooks Orprick, Brian Gibbons, Mike Camilleri, Derek Grant, Kevin Bieksa, Christopher Stieg, Scott Hartnell, Neil Yakupov. Is he going to get a contract? Dominic Moore, Daniel Winnick, Thomas Yurko, Alexi Emelin, Brandon Davidson. And Jakub Jerebic. A couple uh, former Oilers signing over in Russia. Ilro Pakarinen to Metallurg Magnitogorsk. Anton Slepeshev to CSKA Moscow. Uh, Joy Lelegia, by the way, signed a two-year deal with St. Louis. And Dylan Simpson, uh, another Oilers uh, farmhand, signing a two-year deal with Columbus. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Then when we come back, John Shannon from NHL Hockey and Rogers.